What's going on, my people? Back in the, in the box, back in the house. Holidays pass. We got a good show, man, coming for you tonight. Yeah, man, get my beard growing too. <laughs> What's going on? Got a great show, man, for you. We're going to come right back in a sec. Fundamentals and build blocks. Turn to advice when I'm in that spot. When I got questions, and that's a lot. Perfect time to hear from Rico in the box. What's going on, Ricky? What's happening? Uh, you know, I was, I, was, I was thinking about you, man. Uh, when I was letting this thing grow, my brother talking about, man, you, you need to get some hair in your face. Something mustache. So I'm going to go ahead and just let it come out full. So it's always ugly in the beginning. Then be straight when it come out. So don't y'all talk about me out there. All right. So it's winter time. It's cold. What's going on, brother Malcolm, man? Glad to have you, man. <laughs> I say you have a true exact look, man. Hey, man, that's like the fifth time I heard that today, man. All right, man, for sure, man, for sure. So T. Hattie, man, we got T. Hattie, man, is going to be falling through uh, tonight, man. Uh, and uh, he probably just kind of wrapping up a studio session or something, man. So a uh, couple things, man, I want to go over anyway. You know, it's been a minute since we was on the show. A um, couple things. You know, we are on... Uh, Roku, Amazon, because I had a couple of people that just say, well, hey, you know, how can I how can I find the show? Uh, and I'm going to give you some instructions real quick, man, when you can find the show on Amazon and Roku. Uh, here we go right here. Put it on the screen here, man, so you guys kind of walk you through it. All right. So, so we got to come in here. You said I need some hair, man. I know, right? So if you're on a fire stick, man, if you're on a fire stick, when you sign in the fire stick, you're gonna go, you're gonna search in the top left hand corner, right? Or you go to the search. I know they redid the home screen on fire stick, but you go to the search and you type uh this is the wrong, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, let me go here. Yeah. One second here. Help you guys, man. All right, one second. I'm trying to help you find a little bit better here. All right. So if if you go so if you go to the fire stick, right? You go to the search bar. You type in in the box. You click in that gray box that's labeled apps and games, and then you'll see the show. Okay. And then, so if you're on Roku, you go to uh, the channel store and you just type it in the box. And then what you have to do, you have to actually add it to your channel. All right. So that's kind of how you find us on both devices. What's up, Lamont, man? Glad to have you, bro. Glad to have you. Uh, couple things, man, that, that I, I want to jump into, man, for we, for we, uh, had to come on, man. He's going to be on in a few, man. Cause I, I get a lot of, I get a lot of questions. Um, and, and some of this, some of this stuff, man, we're going to talk about with T. Hattie when he come, come on, man, because we, we had a long dialogue, man, before the show. But, um, and I think some of the things, man, is going to help you. So I'm going to start it off to give you three reasons, right? Because this show is a special show, man, because, you know, what, what in the box is about in the box, man, is for creators. Like, so whether you're a singer, you know, you're a music producer, you know, you're, you're, you're a music artist. Whatever it is that you do, um, the show is to be able to help you grow and help you expand. Uh, so I want you to be able to learn some things as well. What, what Lamont said, your beard got to catch up with mine. <laughs> but you looking like uh, <laughs> uh, the logger. Uh, I said your beard growing, man. Yeah, it got to catch up, bro. Got to catch up. So. Before T had to jump in, we're gonna talk about three reasons why you want to license your music in 2021. If you do music, if you are a, a content creator, well, if you really create music and you're an artist or you're a music producer, 2021 is, is a great year, right? Because although this pandemic happened, it's actually created a, a, a real big opportunity for you if you are creative. 
Um, so I'm gonna give you three reasons. There are other reasons, but these are three main reasons, man, why you want to license your music in 2021. Okay, so the first one is show renewals and production. So with the pandemic, you you guys know a lot of the, the shows production got halted, right? And because they got halted, they're starting to pick up. Now, although you know, we know that COVID is still growing, um, but there's still a lot of opportunity for you to get your music on shows. There's a lot of shows that's being produced. Um, there's a lot of, you know, independent filmmakers that are doing, you know, doing shows. Because of the pandemic, people are watching more TV than ever. So, you know, show renewals, there's going to be opportunities, man, for you to submit your music for shows. That's an opportunity as well. That's that's reason number one. Reason number two, uh, as, as, as I always see my cat, man, Omega Sparks, man, he always talk about it. So if you follow Omega Sparks, um, he kind of, kind of, you know, always cuts a path, you know, for you guys who don't really understand video game, you know, uh, opportunities and licensing music for video games. But video games are thriving in 2020. It's going to continue in 2021, you know. So there are there's a whole lot of opportunity for you to license your music for video games as well, okay? That's going to be the second reason why, you know, you want to do video game opportunities. Um, as well. And then the third is exposure. You have to get outside the comforts of your four walls, right? And I'm going to share some things on the show uh, that's going to benefit you. You know, it can even change your life uh, from where you are right now in, in simple things. I like to deal in simplicities because a lot of times I think we don't, we get so, we get our heads stuck in the cloud. And we don't look at little simple things as a creative that you can do to be successful because we're so focused, man, on the big stuff, right? We're so focused on the big money. And a lot of times, man, you could be so focused on the big money that you don't really understand how to get the, the crumbs. And those crumbs, man, add up to the big money over time because the music business right now, and even as a creative, as a creative, it's about the long, it's a long-term game. It's a long-term game. You got to play the long game, right? So number three is exposure. Um, you want to open yourself up to other people, other pools of people, a whole another base of people. And music licensing can help you do that as well. So you don't have to be stuck just in one mode as well, okay? And then um, one thing I want to kind of talk about, man, real quick here, is and this is my rule i call it the 25 50 100 250 500 750 1000 super fan sequence you say like man what is that man what you talking about <laughs> right i want to i want to i want to give you a listen right cuz although man i i talk about a lot of different things but i but but if you catch a hold of this this is going to help you because ultimately what you want to do is you want to get to a thousand super fans, right? But before you get, it's like, you know, before you make a thousand dollars, you have to make $10, right? Before you make $10, you got to make $5. So what am, what am I talking about? So in this 25, 50, 100, 250, 500, 750, 1000 super fan sequence, right? This is the pattern or this is the chronological order that you want to try to get to a thousand super fans. So you want to, your first goal as a creative, as an artist, or if you're a music producer, if you're an artist, period. Like if you're an artist, you got to have fans. Like your, your, your super fans are the people who are going to buy your music. Okay. That's how you're going to stay relevant. And I can tell you before we jump into this, until we jump into the sequence, super fan sequence, Stop looking at a large number of people, right? You don't need 20,000. You don't need 40,000. You need 50,000. You need 1,000 people to really help you build momentum and make money doing what you're doing. So the first thing that you do, of course, in that 25. So what do I mean by 25? 25 people. 25 people in this sequence, if they 25 people spend 
$100 a year with you, you earn $2,500. Now, when you think about that, that should be your first goal as a music artist, or if you're a music producer and you're producing an artist. But, you know, if you're a music artist, I went out here. All right. <clears throat> so if you if you are a music artist, you should be trying to attain a goal of 25 super fans. This should be your first goal. 25 people that will spend a hundred dollars a year with you. You're starting somewhere. How do you get these 25 people? Because I see a lot of times, man, people just drop your music. They drop music on timelines. They just flood inboxes. You know, you can even go and pay for advertisement to flash across the screen. All of that is cool, but that's really that's really not good, right? So you say, man, what do you mean? What like, what do you mean, Rico? I know the easiest thing is, and a lot of people have got in trouble right now because you went out and you paid this digital marketing money. And as you know, Spotify has deleted a lot of songs, right? Because a lot of those third-party streaming companies are doing illegal streams. And because and they're trying to make money from you buying those streams. And I want to I want to say to you, man, that's a whole nother way that you can make money. But you can foolproof your money. Sorry, my eyes starting to water. You can you can foolproof your money, right? When I say full, when I say foolproof or proof, you know, or or kind of solidify, man, your your flow. If you got 25 people, how do you get these 25 people? Through engagement, through a conversation. A conversation, man, with a person is far better than you spending $250, $300 trying to flash your song or your product, right, in, in front of strangers, right? And I know we see a lot of big companies do that, but I'm going to give you the manual way to where you can get your followers is through a conversation. People want to interact with you. People want to have a conversation. I get so many people and I'm building so many relationships with people just by having a conversation. Not trying to sell nothing, not trying to, to get them to buy something, but inter doing a genuine interaction. And I think a lot of people, man, have gotten away from the genuine interaction, right? So how do you build those 25 people? I'm just telling you, still having a conversation. Instead of dropping your music in the inbox of a person, man, inbox them and see, it's not, because you guys think about, you're trying to think about it, man, I, I want to I get $20,000 quickly. I want to get $50,000. Like, man, that'll come over time. And in today's music, you got to play the long game, right? And the, the long game is, you're having a conversation, you know, let allowing a person to get to know, you know, some 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 things about you. Right? I'm not saying you share your bank account, your credit card, and, you know, you share your, your info about your family and personal. No, no, man. I'm just talking about you being in, to engage with a potential supporter, you know, to share your vision. Right. You know, if if you if you just you know just to sit, let them see that you're a person, because that's gonna go so far. That's gonna go farther than you spending five hundred dollars in a digital platform ad to push your music, because you can spend you know five minutes or ten minutes or fifteen minutes, however long, man, organically, man, y'all conversate, and that person like you and they like your music. Now they have a they have an attachment to you as a person to their want to support what you're doing. That's one person. But you do that 25 times. And that's going to produce $2,500. Right? And once you get the 25 people, so so that's that's whether you, you buy, you sell a hat, you may market a watch, you may market a jersey, t-shirt, whatever. Over the course of a year, if that person spends $100, 25 people spend 100 bucks. it's going to produce that $2,500 for you. I'm just trying to give you a little something, okay? Now, your next goal is 50. Same thing. You're going to do it. You're going to, you're going to keep doing it to your next goal. Now, 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 check this out. 
50 people, out of 50 people, you made $5,000, right? It's not a lot of money, but you're building your fans till eventually you get up to, a, to, to the fan base that you're looking for. So 100 people, $100 a year, 10,000. 250 people at $100 a pop per year is $25,000. Okay. 500 people, 500 super fans, 500, just only 500 people that are interested in what you're doing will produce $50,000 a year for you. It's 500 people. 750 people will produce $75,000. This is a per year number. Okay. And ultimately, this is your goal right here. A thousand people at $100 a year to give you $100,000 a year. Because I, 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 I have a lot, of, a lot of people ask me a lot of questions in my inbox, and I, and I give simple answers. There's no, there's no shortcut to building a supporter base. You got to build it one person at a time. And by building it one person at a time, you own that base. Simple as that. Let me text you how to see. Y'all excuse me one second. Okay. So. So, so did you get that? Right? Did that make that make sense? Right. So, couple things. Or wait for T had to roll up through here. Why is it important not to do business on the empty stomach? I I, I get a lot of questions from artists that for, they're frustrated. They they want to know how to make money. It's very hard in today's music business world to make money with your music. But then again, it's not hard to make money with your music. It's all in based in pre preparing yourself, creating a strategy, and having the right frame of mind. Like if you if you're desperate, if you're desperate for a dollar and you're talking to someone, believe it or not, man, they can tell that you're really desperate for a dollar. Right? And that's not how you want to do business. So when I say why is it important not to do business on the empty stomach, you have to always put yourself in a position to be able to walk away from your dollar. If that dollar is not good for, for the direction, man, that you're trying to go. And so how do you do, how do you not do business on the empty stomach? Man, you got to keep money in your pocket. You know, you still may have to work a nine to five. You still may have to have another hustle outside of music that produce money for you so that it'll give you an opportunity to put some irons in the fire for music. Because whenever you do business on an empty stomach, you're never gonna really get the deal, man, that you're looking for. Or you're not gonna, it's gonna be very hard to negotiate. Because if you negotiate with a person and they know you need the money, they you just you just may not get it. Just saying. And I and I wanna keep it simple. And I wanna, I don't wanna make it the, the, the concepts, man, that I'm giving you, I don't wanna make it too far advanced, you know, to where it doesn't make sense to you. Right. But you don't do business on the empty stomach. You know, when you because I, I get a lot of conversation that guys that are working regular jobs and they're frustrated, they're talented. Right. But they're just not in a place that they, they, they have an analog mindset. And I'm going to talk a little bit and I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, what's the analog mindset? Because the analog mindset of doing business is dead. That's right, Rick, man. You'll sell your soul for nothing. You know, because a lot of guys, man, they, they, they're working, but they're just growing up because they're really not making money on a nine to five. But I say, man, you got to look at your nine to five as a way for you to fund your music opportunities, right? That is how you, that's how you, that's how you stay uh, on kill when not doing business on the empty stomach. It's nothing wrong we're having a nine to five. What's up, Will? Will say that's wisdom, my brother. Amen, bro. That is uh, and and Rick said I learned the hard way, right? And and that's the thing. You don't want to you don't want to do business 
on an empty stomach. And how you do business, how you how you do not do business on, how you don't do business on an empty stomach is, man, you keep money in your pocket. And you have to, you, you got to find a way, man, to source your own, to get your own funding, right? You know, and the things that I'm sharing with you, it may seem that it's kind of basic, but I get a lot of, man, if, man, if I could show you my inbox and the questions I get, like, it's simple. You keep a job and you take some of that money. You got to have a job, man, to cover your expenses, especially if you got a family. You know what? Or if you're not married and you got kids, you got whatever responsibilities you got, those respons those responsibilities are not going to stop, man, while you pursue your music career, right? I'm not, don't stop pursuing your music career. You don't stop, right? But you got to find a way to be able to fund it on your own because what happens is if you if you run into if you got a great if you got a great idea, right? And if you really got some great plans and strategies, if you start letting everybody buy into your idea, when your idea bubble up and it pop, you ain't gonna have no money because you know oh everybody's gonna be eating off that pot. You're not gonna have no money in your pot. So, and I know a lot of times I watch a lot of videos and people talk about getting other investors, but I'm I'm trying to give you the bottom up sequence, not the top down sequence, right? You got to crawl before you got to crawl before you walk sequence, right? So now this is like really important because I'm trying to help somebody today. You know, to hear that pop your hand and say. <laughs> The analog music business is dead. The analog music business is dead. When we're in the time of digital, social media, real life engagement era. So when I say that the analog music business is dead, okay, the game has changed already, right? People are not buying records, not traditional, like at record stores and you know, even when 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 digital platforms first came out and people would buy your song and download, they would buy it and download it. Well, we're in a streaming game, right? And you can make more money, just as much money or even more money being an indie artist or indie producer, but you have to build your own pool of people to support you. So when I so when I say the analog music business is dead, the way that the music business used to be done is over with. Like even when you look at the pandemic, the pandemic has wiped out shows. So companies like Live Nation putting on shows, they they they're struggling. But you still can win, even in a pandemic. <laughs> right? But don't try to show you a recession proof or pandemic proof or 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 an era. Proof or just a time-proof way to continue to make your money as a creative. I don't care if you're an artist painting pictures, right? You're creative, right? You know, um, if you're a music producer, if you're a filmmaker, right? Right? Even if you produce videos for music artists, right? The way that you, the way that you win as an independent artist or independent creative is you have to create your own pool of people to support your work, your own super fans, right? And I meet a lot of people that are not comfortable with talking on social media. Like, just like In The Box. In The Box have people, you know, I got people, man, different places, man, that watch the shows, but I don't need a thousand people to follow my show, right? You know, as a as a creative, you want to say, man, we want to have a thousand people, but the the fact is, man, you want to you want to be able to have something concrete. You want to have solid followers, and you want to have people, man, that are into you, and you do that through social media. You do that through real life engagement. When you go look at the TV shows, man, are successful right now on TV. They're, they're, they're actually reality shows. The reality shows are the most successful shows on TV. They have the most viewers. Okay. Now, you know, you got some TV series that, that, that's, that's doing it too, right? I'm not saying that, but the reality shows are doing really, really well. Why? Because people can see real people 
not, you know, even though some of it may be scripted, but they can still see their, their celebrities and their stars, their people doing real life stuff. And, and you, that is the era that we in. So going back to me saying, hey, going to, the, going to you know, having a conversation with a person is far greater than you just spending $700, $800 paying a third party digital marketing company to just blip your music man in front of a bunch of people. You're not gonna really get a lot of sales like that because that that has to come over that that you know that marketing when it comes to marketing and advertising you have to you have to count 18 months to two years of consistent marketing before you really see a return. I said I got a comment. 100 people that will spend 10 dollars with you is better than a thousand people that won't spend a dollar, bro. Man, you know what, man? I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta do something on that right now. Hey man, I had to. Hey, I had to drop a bomb on that man. But that's the. But that's the thing. Uh, that's that's very true, bro. A hundred people that will spend ten dollars with you is better than a thousand people that won't spend a dollar. But again, it's about you engaging with your prospects or your. And you you and when I say a prospect, these are people who really haven't decided whether or not they want to follow you. They haven't decided whether or not they like your music yet. You hadn't graduated. Don't be so quick just to throw the music first. Like that's that's like you know, if some of you ever been in sales, I've been in sales when I was eighteen, man. I don't been all type of sales training. And when I grew as a salesperson, you just don't. Throw out there and make you sell them. You first got to determine, man, if that's your customer or not. Because everybody's not your customer. And how do you determine whether or not somebody's your customer, man? You have to actually have a conversation with them. You got to talk with them to determine whether or not they're your customer. You got to talk, just a simple conversation. Right? If 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 something as simple as this hat, if if I'm a person, I don't like camouflage, and you sell camouflage, right? I'm gonna go back the reverse way. If all I like is camouflage, and you come to me and sell me a hat, say you sold you 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 come into the door and you sell them a hat like this, and all all I like is camouflage, but you standing here talking to me, man, for 20 minutes trying to sell me this type of hat that's not liveries, that's not a camouflage hat. You're not gonna get a sale and you waste the time. Wouldn't you want to know whether or not I'm interested? And this type of hat before you try to spend time pitching me on it, right? And how you and how you learn that is through a conversation. What type of something as simple as does this dude like? You're the person that's that's buying your music. You don't even know if they like your style of music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to have a conversation. Man, I know I'm not trying to be elementary with you guys, man. I'm just because if you take what I'm giving you, man, it's gonna help you, right? It's through a conversation. You can't be afraid to have a conversation, okay? And I and and everything I'm saying is being repetitive, but I'm trying to show you, man, how because all you guys always inbox me, you ask me, you know, like, man, I'm frustrated. Like, what do I do, man? You know, how do I? Uh, Got to ask questions of people. That's right. You got to ask questions, but 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 you have to. You got to have a conversation to ask a question. You can't get around that. That is the way to win as an independent artist in the day's market, right? Now, as you can see through Spotify, a lot of people elected to be lazy and they don't want to do the the grunt work and trying to build their base, their supporter base. So they go and you pay a third party digital marketing company. And they do illegal streams, and now you get your music deleted, you know. But that's probably a whole nother show. I ain't gonna dip off into that. But the thing is, is you build your you build your base, man, one person at a time, right? You're having a conversation. Something else I want I want to hit on. You have to build your worth on your own to prove your value, so you can negotiate better deals for yourself when they arise. And how do you do that? So let me let's let's break this down. Follow what I'm saying. 
You have to build your worth on your own. And I think that 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 first part of this of this question that a lot of people are afraid of, they don't like, they don't want to dig in. You got to build your worth on your own, meaning that you got to you got to figure out you got to take some responsibility. You got to take some financial risk on your own to, to, to really launch your vision. Right. To get it going. Right. That, that's, that's whether or not you want to work with artists, you know, and if you're a music producer, you, you know, you can find one artist or two artists or three artists, man, that you want to work with. Y'all can just build. Right. And put out music and just stay right there. But however, you got to you got to build your value. Excuse me. You got to build your value. To, you got to build your worth to prove your value so you can negotiate better deals. Right. So if, if, if when you when when you begin to build your worth and you go out and you put out an artist that that nobody knew about and all of a sudden now they're interested in. Right. Guess what, man, that's going to build your value. That's going to build your value. Right. Because you took something that was nothing that was happening with it. And now everybody's interested into it. Now, in doing so. It's going to help build you. It's going to build your name. It's going to build your value. It's going to build your skill set, right? And so when you prove that you know how to do that, now other opportunities will come for you because, one, you become a master man at, at, at building your own worth and, going and, and, and floating your boat and getting to a destination where you go. You got a vision. You make it happen. And I know you say, man, this is kind of elementary, but I'm, I'm just giving you something, man, that I know that's going to help you. So, I guess, man, T. Hattie got caught up in a little studio session, man. So, <clears throat> but both success and failure is subjective. What is success and what is failure, really? Because I, I see a lot of people, and, and, and they really ask me the same questions, right? Success is a perception because that perception is not the same for every person. Failure is a perception, and I'm telling you, man, success and failure could be equal to could be the same equal could be equal depending on who's looking at it and who's standing in it, right? All right. So you try to measure your success based on someone else. You can't do that. You can't measure your failures on the failures of someone else, right? Both success and failure is subjective. It's, it's, it's in the eye of the beholder, <laughs> right? It depends on how you see that. When I was homeless, I was morbidly depressed until the Lord changed my viewpoint, right? And how he did that was through, a, I met another brother that was homeless. He was he was in the homelessness a little longer than me. And he's like, man, come read these books. I'm going to show you how we read these books. And then you come here, and I, I started reading books, man, from morning to night. And I was reading about the biographies of people. And through reading these different biographies, man, of, of wealthy people, People that that were that were that were once homeless like me, right? And I I learned something. It changed my perception of what failure is. Failure is just an opportunity to to, to win again. It's it's another way of knowing what don't work. And then sometimes you may fail at it one time. You come into that same situation and win again where you failed at it two years ago because it could have just been time. Hold on, just on, let me. I, I think I just put that above y'all head. I don't think y'all caught that, right? You could have failed at something, and it just wasn't the right time for it, right? There, there's a there's shows that maybe people produce, and when they pitch that show, the 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 producer or the exec that they was trying to pitch that show to, maybe that person had a bias against that type of show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe they had their own personal, whatever, negative feelings 
about the content that was in your show or the or that type of show period, right? And then three, four, five years later, that person it moves on to another position or they go to another company and, and a new person come in and you get a call, you know, because they heard about the show that you pitched, man, a couple of years ago. They're looking for something like that. And now you come back to that same show that you don't wrote five years ago. And now it's, it's in the right time. Right. But you felt like it was a failure because you went and you took your time to present the show or whatever it is that you was doing. And, and whoever you was trying to present it to, they didn't want to buy into it, but they bought into it later. So both success and failure is subjective. Don't always look at, man, what somebody else is doing. It'll stop you from moving forward, right? And sometimes, man, it's not good for you to move forward. Sometimes it's good for you to wait to figure out, man, what you're doing. Like, you know, if somebody were to ask you, what do you want, you know, can you really ask that, answer that question? Do you have it really thought out in detail? Have you have you written a business plan out to 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 kind of explain, man, how you want to create something and somebody want to put money behind it, right? Okay, let me read something here. So, see, I got a comment here. And bro, that's important. Hey, man, bro. Yeah, yes, yes, it's important, man. You, you gotta really. Um, and then us being creatives, we're all creatives. And if you're watching the the most of the people that really watch the show is other creatives, you know. And I get some people that are not creatives, man, that watch the show. But the, but the people that really get from the show is like, I'm I, I'm stuck, man. I can't move forward. But a lot of times, uh, it's how you perceive it. Without a vision, people perish. You got to have a vision, man, on, as to what you're doing, you know, with your music as an artist. You do. Okay. All right. Here we go. This last thing I'm going I'm to share, man, I think is very, very important. Very, very important. The vision is the business plan. Yes, the vision is a business plan. You got to have a business plan. And, and before I tap into it, let me talk about that for a second. A, a business plan is really for you. You know, obviously, as somebody, if you have other investors, they'll want to see a business plan because what's in the business plan? Basically, a business plan is going to itemize all your costs, your infrastructure, you know, your expansions. You know, when you, your phases, phase one is, you know, you want to, you know, create this amount of components. You know, you want to do this in phase one and you want to, you know, generate this revenue. This is how I'm going to do that. But by the time you got 10 phases, a business plan is going to itemize this. Everything is going to happen in those phases and it's going to detail the cost. It's important for you to know that because it's going to help you to see what costs you're going to have to incur. It's going to give you a real picture as to how much it's going to cost you to go from point A to point B to point F to point Q to point U to point Z. That's what a business plan does. And it's for you. The first one that really needs to work off that business plan is you. It's to help to keep you structured. So you know what the costs are. So you ever get an idea and you like, man, I want to, I want to do something. I, this is something I want to do. And then you you go to a business plan and you start putting those costs together. You know, you you may say, man, I want to do a movie production company, right? So I want to do a music production. I want to start. I want to do plays like Tyler Perry. That's really needed because there's not a lot of people doing plays anymore. You still can do it. You you can you can still can make it pop. But anyway, that's a whole nother show, right? But when you put that business plan together, Leslie, what's up, Leslie? Uh, when you put that when you put that business plan together, right? That business plan is going to itemize your cost for putting that production company together. It's going to keep. It's going to bring you to real life. I just told somebody yesterday that I'm a realist. Like I'm not an idealist. I don't dream. Because at the time I used to dream, 
and I wouldn't get nothing accomplished. All I did was keep my head in the clouds, and I ain't getting nothing accomplished. All I did was dream and never put no action behind cloud thinking. I stopped dreaming and I started doing. Right? That business plan, that business plan, uh, yes, ma'am. That business plan is going to itemize your costs for startup. It's going to let you know if you are trying to get your own funding together, whether you're going when you're going to try to get a credit card, put it on a credit card, or put it on file, whatever. However, you're going to try to do it, right? Whatever you're going to try to liquidate your 401k, right? But that's another show. We're talking about how to do some stuff, right? Because you got to figure out as a creative, like, how can I do what I need to do? But that business plan is going to tell you what your costs are. Have you ever went to the grocery store and you had a, and really all the food was missing in the house and you really, your food, your food supply in the house was depleted. Okay. Uh, you're teaching to put us to put legs to, to freeze in the Yes, sir. I am. Yes, sir. So the food in your house is depleted. Right, the, you your 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 food is going in, but to the grocery store like a whole month. So you go to the grocery store and you don't have a list. You tend to spend more money, like real time, <laughs> right? When me and my wife would go to the grocery store and we don't have no list, man, I always spend four hundred to five hundred dollars a pop every time I go to the grocery store. I'm like, man, <laughs> so will we just go, right? Like now we got to stop spending four five hundred dollars at the grocery store. We make a list and we go on the list. And when I started going off that list and only put in the basket what's on that list, like me, I'm a man. So I'm not a spender. And I know some men are spenders, but me, I don't like spending. I hate spending. So if I say I'm going to get some, some lettuce, some bell pepper, some onions, and some Cheetos, I'm only going to get some lettuce, bell pepper, onions, and some Cheetos. And I'm in the line. I'm getting out. Right? But the thing is, when you itemize that list, okay, when you itemize, when you're a man, sis, with a sense of purpose, you're right. So when you itemize that list, you're only going to put in that buggy what you have on that list. So it's the same way with a business plan. If, if you need X amount of dollars to have, if you're trying to put do your own tour, Put your own tour as an artist. You're trying to put on your own tour, right? And and you're gonna know you're gonna need to rent a van for this amount of days for this how many seats. Or if you're gonna do, you're gonna put a tour on with five acts that y'all gonna put together. You gotta have a business plan for that tour that you're gonna put in put on. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Walmart is the devil for real. Uh, you gotta have a business plan for that tour that you're gonna put on, okay? If you have a business plan for that tour that you're gonna put on, it's gonna let you know per day, per diem, how much money you're gonna need to spend, vans, hotel rental, food, you know, and if you're going to the next city, you know, how much gas, how much, how much mileage, potentially how much gas is gonna be spent so you can budget for gas. It's gonna help you create an iron tight budget so that you can have a tour and so the tour can come off the way that you want to come off. That, that's, that's the business plan, right? And I know I went in a long drawn way, but I need to help you to understand. It, 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 the business plan is really to help you navigate and keep yourself on track, just like it is going to the grocery store with a grocery list. And I'll get to this last thing, okay? Why is it important to be very picky when deciding who to spend your time building a working relationship with? Some relationships will hinder you from the money instead of taking you to the money. Like if you are creative, you have to you have to uh, be with other people in order to get things accomplished. Hey, what's up? Oh, I know it's you, William. I know it's you, William. He said you appreciate the niggas of wisdom. Hey, man, I appreciate you watching, bro. Um, going back. You have to, you're going to have to link up with people as a creative, right? It's just, even if it's just, it's just the, because you got to, you got to talk to people to be able to, to work out that, that super fan sequence that I told you about. You know what I mean? And, and it's much easier if five, if you're an artist, it's much easier if you get, if you put the tour together with five other artists, 
But it's good to be able to have a relationship with those four of the artists, man, that you're trying to get on the tour with you as an artist. Right? I'm 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 finna get the game, right? Everybody is not meant to be an evening at your family eating dinner with all your people's type of relationship. I'm trying to help, I'm trying to help you. Because you got to understand how to separate the two. There are working relationships. There are people, man, that you build relationships. You know, if I do something for someone or hook up, I got a relationship with this person because I'm navigating and doing a couple of things. And when we talk and we do a couple of things, we do some deals or, you know, whatever. But I don't never go hang out with the children. They don't never come hang out with my kids. It's just not that type of relationship. Could be one day. Right. But we do a lot of business and we do a lot of transactions and we trust each other doing the transactions because we just have a track record on doing transactions. But I don't ever go to their house and spend time with their kids. They don't ever come to my house and spend time with my kids because I have people that do come to my house. Uh, and you have to know who is who, man. That is absolutely correct. So you have to you have to realize some people that you build in relationships with is futile, it's useless, it's pointless. They're not going to go nowhere in your direction. That They can't help you get nowhere. They'll hinder you, right? Because if somebody, you know, creates bad business, they do bad business, or they really don't know a whole lot, and you know a lot, that's not a that's not an equally yoke type situation. There's not an equality in that relationship. It's, it can't be give and take because the other person just not on that same level, man, where you are, or that same person don't have that same viewpoint the way you are. Y'all don't see things the same. There's nothing wrong with that. You just got to be able to determine what friendships you want to be able to establish in order to be able to help you move to the next level. Tyler Perry established relationships, man, with people that was in the industry because he wanted to work in the industry. You know, if, if you say, bro, you've been preaching this to me for years, man, yes, sir. You, you, if you're trying to, like Deion Sanders, I try to use real life examples. If you're trying to get a good coaching staff for your football team at Jackson State, why are you going to talk to basketball coaches that ain't never coached football? Just saying, if you want to, if you're a music producer and you want to produce an, an R&B singer, why are you, why are you uh, going to uh, opera singers? Why are you trying to build a relationship with an opera singer so that you can try to get an opera singer to make her sing R&B? Man, go, go, go build a relationship with an R&B singer. That's who you want to produce music with. Just saying. Some people, and there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to know what relationships that can help you go to the next level. That don't mean that you're using them. That don't mean they're using you. It just means y'all have some things in common and y'all work together, man, to get to the next situation. And then when y'all get to both y'all might be green in the situation. When I look at, when I look at, man, uh, 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 Puffy and I look at some other cats, when they started, man, they just built relationships with the people with them that was on their level. Right. And then so when they so when everybody begins to grow, you have already got relationships, man, with these people. Like I got people that I have relationships with. I don't have relationships with years and we ain't never did no business. But when I call them, they pick up the phone. When they call me, I pick up my phone. I don't pick up my phone for everybody. Just be honest. Right. Because I have to I have to kind of determine who I'm going to spend my time with today because I got too much I got to do. And I can't spend time with people that ain't really. Taking me forward. Some people, man, dream. I'm, I'm giving you this because all this man has a lot to do with helping you be a better creative. Yeah. No. So, why is it important to be very picky when deciding who to spend your time building a working relationship with? Is why is it important? Because you want to be you want to be able to spend your time with the personal people that's going to help you get to the next level where you're trying to go. Right, you have no time to waste. And as an indie creative, 
as 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 indie creators, we tend to man waste a lot of time. And there's nothing wrong with being selfish with your time. Sometimes you have to be selfish with your time in order to man to be able to get to the next level. Okay. And he said, which relationships that are casual or business? That's right. You know, the, my casual relationships don't ever bleed over the business. I keep them safe. Just, and I don't, and then there are people, man, that they see me as business. It ain't casual. I don't try to be casual. It's business. I don't try to go hang out unless they say, well, hey, man, <clears throat> that's, that's some people, man, I want you to meet. We all going to, you know, we all going to, you know, dinner or we going to a football game, man. You know, but I know, Although, man, it's in a relaxed atmosphere, but I know it's still business. So my mindset is business. Now, my mindset ain't there to crack jokes and to be silly and not be focused. It's, you know, I still make crack jokes, but I still, I'm still focused that it's business, right? So it's important to know that. And, and when it's time to be casual, when it's time to, when somebody comes to your house and they're sitting down with your family, y'all watching Netflix or whatever, man, I ain't thinking about doing no transaction. This ain't the type, this ain't, this ain't a situation like that. Right? And I'm trying to give you this, man, because I know it's going to bless you, man. It's going to help you be better creators. Right? And uh, I'm committed to 2021. Uh, we're going to get T. Hattie again, man. He, you know, I guess he got caught up in the session, man. He wasn't able to come through. But he'll come. We'll, we'll get him, man. We had a we, 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 we had a real, real, real long conversation last night, man. He's a good dude, man. And I want to share this with you, too, uh, if you get an opportunity, man. This is his if – you, if you go to his page, man, uh, which, you know, you can go to his page, man, T. Hattie, uh, T. Hattie Music com, right? Uh, you can kind of check him. You kind of, you know, uh, follow his pages. Okay. Uh, you can check out his stuff on Spotify. You know, go ahead and add, you know, add him on, on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. You know, he, he's on TikTok as well. Go support him. You know, uh, he's a good dude. Uh, but I know too, you know, and uh, he, he probably just got caught up in the studio, you know, with some with some Christmas. That business gonna come first, guys. You know, this ain't business. This is, you know, relaxing time and talking, talking. So I'm gonna have him come back again, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna dive into some things, man. You know, uh, y'all got any questions, man? Cause I'm, you know, if anything before I get up out of here, any questions y'all want to ask me before I go? Anything? All right. Let's see if there's anything in the chat. All right. But man, I appreciate you. As always, in the box, watching me, you know, check out some of the other shows, man, uh, on Roku, Amazon, Fire Stick. God bless. Good night. <laughs>